Our kids have said to us since we've moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community, of the values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See why CNBC ranks Minnesota number four best state to live and work. A great place to work, an even better place to live. ExploreMinnesota.com slash live. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey, it's Will Friedle. And Sabrina Bryan. And we're the hosts of the new podcast, Magical Rewind. You may know us from some of your favorite childhood TV movies like My Date with the President's Daughter. And the Cheetah Girls movies. Together we're sitting down to watch all the movies you grew up with and chat with some of your favorite stars and crew that made these iconic movies happen. So kick back, grab your popcorn, and join us. Listen to Magical Rewind on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Brought to you by State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Welcome to Fitness Disrupted, a production of iHeartRadio. I am Tom Holland, and this is Fitness Disrupted. How to maximize your indoor cycling workout. Now, indoor cycling has never been more popular than it is today in huge part thanks to one company that just totally totally disrupted the industry and it's it's so interesting to watch from someone like myself who has been doing this for such a long time and started off teaching decades ago decades ago and to now have so many people doing it at home is awesome it's also comical, as I've talked about in prior shows, because for so many years, what? The fear of bulk kept people not only off bikes themselves, out of classes, at the gym, but definitely kept them from buying a, an expensive bike, no less, and doing it at home. But that's all changed. And a huge part of what changed that as well is not only the company in and of itself, and now many companies that have followed suit, but the pandemic. I mean, this perfect storm for not just indoor cycling, but fitness in general and home fitness in general. I've been preaching about home workouts and shorter workouts forever, and it took a pandemic to force people to see that. And indoor cycling is a huge part of that. So that's today's show. And I have a 
incredible amount of experience in all aspects of indoor cycling from, again, starting teaching many years ago at Crunch. That was the first gym. And then I taught at Reebok and Equinox and oh, New York sports clubs and just YMCA's Greenwich and it, all over, all over. So taught for so many years and loved it because I also have a passion for music, was a drummer, I'm a drummer, still play, but a huge passion for music. And so when you take that music and actually time and tempo and, you know, take that in addition to your love for fitness that I have and you put those two together, it's just awesome. It's awesome. It's like a concert. You get to make these playlists and teach and, and get in front of a group of people, which truly frightening for a lot of people as well. But it's also amazing when you do it in person. So I did that for so many years and then went on to work on uh, fitness apps and do that as well. And after I did the teaching for so many years, then I taught the teachers, went around for Town Sports International and taught content, taught different programs to group cycling instructors. One funny story was doomed from the outset. <laughs> I mean, even to think that that I... <sighs> tried to do it. Uh, you know, I was just, I was doing what I was hired to do, but it was essentially the opposite of an interval workout. So it was a steady state indoor cycling workout, which if you're a triathlete, you understand. So in other words, steady state, you're not doing intervals. You're not really doing much. You're just, you're getting up to like 60. Yeah, it was about 60% of your maximum heart rate. And you're pretty much spending the entire class there. You're working on your, you know, endurance capabilities and again, if you're if you're someone who's training for something, you do that a lot and the intervals are less frequent, but that's not going to go over well in the gym format, <laughs> in the class format, not a chance. You still should do that. And I'll talk about that. But that was an interesting time when I went around the Northeast teaching that to, to different instructors. And then today, even as we speak, I am, you know, involved in numerous lawsuits as a fitness expert, and one is about group cycling as well. So from teaching to working on fitness apps, to teaching the teachers, to being a fitness expert in lawsuits as far as group cycling is concerned, and as an athlete. And that's a huge part of it, too. I often talk about, like, yes, I'm an experiment of one, but, you know, I want to be able to talk about what I know about and to experience it and to continue even at 51, getting ready to do my next Ironman. So I've spent many, many hours in my pain cave, as they call it, on every type of indoor bike. Every type of indoor bike. And let me say that for those of you listening who are true hardcore triathlete cyclists, you're going to get something out of this show, but, but this is not really geared towards you. It's geared towards those people who are most likely doing indoor cycling for the first time, or they've been doing it for a certain amount of time, but still aren't seeing the results or maybe most likely not doing it completely right. So that's generally who this show is geared towards, but still, every, everyone will get something out of it. But I just wanted to qualify that because a lot of what I talk about, those hardcore triathlete cyclists will already know. But it doesn't mean you can't learn because we often do what we want to do and what we like to do. So it's always great to hear it from someone else and to hear it again, and you always learn something as well. All right? So 
going to talk all about how to get the most out of your indoor cycling workout. Phenomenal form of exercise, more popular than ever before, but like so much in fitness, there's a lot that is not done correctly. There are a lot of myths out there that continue. So we'll talk about those. All right, quick break. We'll be right back. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Hi, I'm Cindy Crawford, and I'm the founder of Meaningful Beauty. Well, I don't know about you, but, like, I never liked being told, oh, wow, you look so good for your age. Like, why even bother saying that? Why don't you just say you look great at any age, every age? That's what Meaningful Beauty is all about. We create products that make you feel confident in your skin at the age you are now. Meaningful Beauty. Beautiful skin at every age. Learn more at MeaningfulBeauty.com. Hey, this is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. As a nostalgic voice from your past, I'm here to remind you that amongst the stressful and chaotic existence we live in 2024, you deserve to get away. It's time for a vacation, no matter when you're hearing this. And let me tell you how you'll get there. The 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe. Want to bring the family to the mountains with the Santa Fe's available H-Track all-wheel drive? Well, it's got standard third-row seating and available dual wireless charging pads for the kids who just want to stare at their phone and not talk to you. You know what I mean. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. All right, how do you maximize your indoor cycling workout? Now, why do we need to maximize? What is this all about? Well, there's basically three points when we talk about indoor cycling. If you took a bike and you put it down in your basement and just said, go, <laughs> that's not going to work. Although that's what many of us triathletes who are older and cyclists, that's what we did back in the day. That's why they called it the pain cave. It was not only physical, but it was mental and it was more mental. And those of you who are my age or older know what I'm talking about. You know, back in the day, you would do a five, six, seven hour indoor cycling workout. And if you didn't have a TV, and this is back when TVs were, you know, in one place, uh, it was torture mentally. <laughs> and now it's so different. And I'm going to talk about that. I'm going to talk about how different it is and how much you have available to you to maximize your workout. But you also have to start 
the right way. Okay. But the three points I want to highlight is like everything else in fitness, first and foremost, most people want to disassociate, right? You want to think about anything other than what you're doing. You know, that's why people listen to music when they run. And now there are so many different ways to disassociate in the comfort of your own home. All right. So to disassociate, to not just go, oh, my God, I'm riding a bike. (laughs) You want to think about other things. And that goes to number two, because you want to have fun. It has to be fun. I mean, it sounds so crazy coming out of my mouth, but at the end of the day, that's what it's all about. If you don't enjoy it, you're not going to do it. And having that content in your home, having these super engaging instructors, if that's what you're going to do, I'm going to give you all the different ways. But that's what that company did. They brought the instructor, what I used to do in the gyms, they brought that into the privacy of your own home in a unique and really fun way. And then the third component, and they are not mutually exclusive. In other words, you can have fun and you can do number three, maximize your workout. Maximize your workout. And that is something I've talked about for years. They're coaches that say, you know, if you're having fun, you're not working hard enough, absolute garbage. Such an easy, simplistic, and, and incorrect coaching philosophy that goes back so far and is just completely false. So you want to disassociate to some degree or, or to a major degree, depending on who you are and what your goals are. You want to have fun and you want to get the most out of it. And whether that's weight loss, performance, stress reduction, you could get all those, as I always say, but many people, most people have one primary reason they're doing it. Okay. But that's what we're talking about here. And that's the goal of today's show is to help give you all those ways to disassociate, to have fun and to maximize your workout. Okay. So first and foremost, bike fit, bike fit. Now, this is a big problem, and this is kind of goes to the lawsuits I'm involved with when it comes to indoor cycling, is when you take a class, it's not the way it used to be when I taught. When I taught, you sat in front of the class, the class walked in, and you said, who is cycling for the first time? Who needs help setting up the bike? Who has any issues they need to address or need me to help them with? In other words, knee problems, whatever. Then you went through the bike. This is the brake. This is the resistance. And a great instructor, I would say, spent the warm-up, which for many classes now, they don't even have a warm-up. I was actually reading a bio of an instructor, a well-known home instructor, who prided herself on that she just started right away. Just jumped right into the workout. Not cool in my opinion and and in basic exercise physiology standards. Okay, so during that workout, when you're in a class, the instructor ideally went through or should go through all those things. Here's what we're doing. Here's the resistance. and, And I'll talk about cadence and things like that. So now that's a problem. And bike fit is so crucial to getting the most out of your workout and other things as well. So that's where we have to start. So you need to be fitted correctly. And it's a big joke for triathletes and on certain websites to always say, you know, when they see someone sitting on a bike that your, your seat's too low. But in so many people, that's the case. You know, I see people just biking down the street. More often than not, if you're going to make a mistake as far as fitting goes, 
seats are too low. Rarely or, or less likely to be too high. All right, so you have to do that. So why is the bike fit important? Why am I bothering? Comfort, first and foremost for many people. Secondly, to prevent injury. So yes, people will, you know, bike indoors or outdoors, but get on a bike and all of a sudden what happens? Your IT band has an issue. Your low back has discomfort. Your hamstrings. So I'm going to go over the bike fit quickly, but this is what you would get and and it will get you in the right position to start for sure. And that will help prevent all of these potential issues. You're still going to most likely be uncomfortable when you first start sitting like that, especially if you have extra weight. And I'll talk about a couple ways to, to deal with that as well. But that's why we need to be fitted correctly. Comfort, prevent injury, and then to get the most out of it, to maximize your efficiency. If you're too low, you're never getting the, the extension you need. And you're not going to get the power you need. This is why true cyclists talk about, it doesn't matter if you have a $15,000 bike. If you're not fitted correctly to it, that bike could be a $1,000 bike. It's not about the bike. It's about the fit, and then it's about the person on it, but you need to be fitted correctly to it to get the most out of it, all right? So you're going to get more out of your workout. You're going to uh, prevent potential injuries from being fitted incorrectly, and there are numerous ones, and then you're going to be comfortable, and that's super important, all right? So... Let's go to a quick tutorial on how to get fitted. And obviously, you can go online and look at videos, but <laughs> you got to be careful which ones you want. So if you came into my class, what do you do first? You put that seat up to your hip. So one way you can do it is you put stand next to your seat, okay, sideways to your seat. You can lift your leg up, the leg that is next to the seat, 90 degrees, right? And then you want to bring the seat basically up to the top of your leg there. Another way to do it, the way we used to do it, we didn't bring the leg up necessarily back in the day, but you want to bring the seat up to your uh, hip height, okay? That's where you start. Then you got to get on the bike. And here's where you can't just put it up to your hip because people have different leg lengths, different femur lengths, right? Some people have longer legs, shorter legs, longer femurs. So just because it fits at the hip doesn't mean you're done there. Okay, so now you sit on the bike and you want to bring the pedal down to six o'clock, right? So all the way down, straight down. And you want some bend in your knee, not a huge amount of bend, but anywhere from 25 to 35 percent. That's what the spinning Johnny G recommends. And I say 20 to 30, but it was right around 30. So you want a little bit of bend in your knee in the leg that is fully extended down or extended down, shouldn't be fully extended, shouldn't be locked out, but you shouldn't have too much bend, okay? And that is up and down. So that's your seat height up and down. So you may get on it and you may have that perfect bend. You may have that slight angle at your knee and you go, okay, this is good. You pedal around and an instructor again is gonna watch you pedal around and get an idea on whether or not they have to change it up or down a little bit more after you measure it to your hip, all right? Now, not all bikes do this, but front to back. And, you know, discussion for another podcast, but the better the bike, this is why you want to spend a little bit more if you can, you're going to be able to adjust in more of the ways I'm going to outline. 
the less expensive the bike, the more likely you are not able to adjust yourself, which is, again, another reason to spend a little bit more if you can so you're more comfortable, so you're not going to get injured, so you are going to get your maximum efficiency as well. All right, so you got that little bit of bend in your knee, not too much. Now you bring the pedals to 3 o'clock and 9 o'clock. Now your knee should be right over the center of the pedal. So not too far forward and not too far back. So when that leg is up, that knee, and, you know, in a class, they can take a rope <laughs> and drop it from your, the front of your patella, the front of your knee, and it should fall right over the center, center of the pedal, which is the pedal spindle, where the pedal basically attaches. Okay? So that's the basics. You want the seat up to your hip to start, then get on the bike, put that leg all the way down, foot flat, by the way. So at nine o'clock, is there too much bend in the knee right around 30%? Definitely not, you know, 45. And then bring that foot up, uh, nine o'clock, three and nine o'clock. And then that knee should be right over the center of the pedal. Okay, now final adjustment, handlebars. This is easier. Basically comfort. Think about triathletes. They tend to be in this aggressive position, aero position. You'll see people in classes doing that. By and large, you want to bring it higher. It's going to be more comfortable for most people, right? So you're going to move it up and down. You don't want to be fully extended with your arms. Now that goes to more of the handlebars going front to back. And that's pretty much, in my experience, the, the one place that the bike won't adjust. So you're going to definitely go up and down with your seat. Then some bikes go back to front with the seat. More and more are doing that. And then with the handlebars, up and down, sure. And then the fourth way, the front to back with the handlebars, that's one that uh, the, the less expensive bikes will oftentimes leave out. But again, the higher is going to be more comfortable for most. And you lower it as, as you become a little more aggressive, maybe a little more uh, advanced. But it's all about comfort with the handlebars. So, you know, you don't want your elbows fully extended. You want to be relaxed. You want your shoulders down and you want to feel comfortable. And the lower it is for many people, the less comfortable. So there you have it. That's where you start. Super important. If you're not in that comfortable position to start and you're sitting for 20, 30, 45 an hour, that's not going to be comfortable. That's not going to be comfortable for you. And that goes to number two, back to comfort. Got to stay there because I had so many people say, oh, I can't do this. My butt hurts. I get it. It's going to get better. I promise you there wouldn't be all these people doing it if it didn't get better. But first and foremost, you got to be fit correctly, right? Because if you're not fit correctly, you're going to have, you know, body weight in places that you shouldn't. It's not equally distributed. And that won't be comfortable. So I don't see as many of these around as I used to. But when we're talking about comfort and seats, it, especially if you have um, extra weight, as many people do, that's why you're getting on the bike, they, they sell padded seats. So even like more padding that you can put over that seat. Again, I'm not seeing that as much anymore. And I think they're making seats a little more comfortable as more and more people are buying these bikes. But that's a consideration. So there are these gel seats, they're super comfortable and you just put it over the seat and now you've got like a pillow. Over time, I think you want to get rid of that <laughs> and I think you'll find you'll want to, 
And so that is something to think about. All right. Biking shorts. Now, I know many people are like, I'm not a spandex person, especially men. But that goes to comfort chafing. Holy smokes. You know, that is the worst enemy of the endurance athlete or one of the worst enemies, chafing. So the tight shorts are for a reason. Things move around less. Things chafe less. Uh, It goes for body parts as well as the material. And especially if you're in the privacy of your own home, by the way, who cares the way you look? You know, you want to be comfortable. And that's one of the huge benefits of doing this at home. There's no one looking. Go downstairs, put on your bike shorts with your bed head and just do it as comfortably as you want. Huge benefit to being at home. All right. And then finally, a fan. Now, I did a whole show on, you know, um, you know, cooling down and sweat and evaporation and different types of, uh, you know, convection, conduction, all that kind of stuff. But one of the reasons that exercising at home can be more challenging is because it gets really hot. I mean, obviously it depends on, on where you're exercising, um, but because there's no wind, you know, you're not outside. And uh, this is why people like me have not one, but like three or four fans going, especially for the longer workouts. So that is just another thing to keep you comfortable depending on your situation. If you're somebody who sweats quickly and easily, you know, high uh, body temperature to begin with, and you're seeing that pool of sweat on the floor, you know, an inexpensive fan goes a long way. I mean, I find it almost impossible to exercise indoors, whether that's my uh, indoor bike, treadmill, whatever, without at least one fan. So padded seat, biking shorts, comfortable, comfortable clothing, and consider a fan. Many other things, but trying to keep it simple for this show. All right. Speaking of that, let's take one final break. And I'm going to give you the, the content discussion. We're going to talk about resistance and output and things like that. But, you know, first level stuff going to help you get the most out of your indoor cycling workout. We'll be right back. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Hi, I'm Cindy Crawford, and I'm the founder of Meaningful Beauty. Well, I don't know about you, but, like, I never liked being told, oh, wow, you look so good for your age. Like, why even bother saying that? Why don't you just say you look great at any age, every age? That's what Meaningful Beauty is all about. We create products that make you feel confident in your skin at the age you are now. Meaningful Beauty. Beautiful skin at every age. 
Learn more at MeaningfulBeauty.com. Hey, this is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. As a nostalgic voice from your past, I'm here to remind you that amongst the stressful and chaotic existence we live in 2024, you deserve to get away. It's time for a vacation, no matter when you're hearing this. And let me tell you how you'll get there. The 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe. Want to bring the family to the mountains with the Santa Fe's available H-Track all-wheel drive? Well, it's got standard third-row seating and available dual wireless charging pads for the kids who just want to stare at their phone and not talk to you. You know what I mean. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. All right, how do you get the most out of your indoor cycling workouts. Now, one question that comes up often, are the bike shoes, do you need to clip in? Answer is no. <laughs> but over time, you might want to. All right, so the vast majority of people, at least when I started, I think more, it's changing a little bit, but you start out with the sneakers, whatever shoes you're comfortable with. You don't want to invest necessarily right away, although again, that's changing. Oftentimes you'll get the shoes with the bike, but you don't have to. So there are cages where you're going to put your shoes in, your regular, like running shoes, walking shoes, whatever the comfortable sneakers are you wear normally, and then you can clip in with the special shoes. Now, why would you do that? Well, efficiency. You're going to be more efficient, essentially, with your pedal stroke. I don't want to get into the deep mechanics of this at all, but just know that, yes, over time, most people do graduate to the biking shoes. And now, because it's so popular, oftentimes people are buying shoes with clips right away when they buy the bike. So totally up to you. Uh, if you're investing in the bike anyway, you might as well go with the shoes if you have the means. You know, in years past, the advice was, well, you're coming to take a class. You're not buying the bike. So you didn't have to push the, the clipping into the shoes because, you know, people might say, I hate this. I'm going to go back to the treadmill or the elliptical but you're buying the bike for the house and you're thinking about the shoes and you're going to have that bike. Sure. Different advice today, but you don't have to is the short answer. That being said, check with your bike. Not every bike has both sides. So some come with the clips clipped in, you know, type pedals. It's also called clipless to, to just really confuse you, but with bike shoes, without bike shoes, one way to keep it simple, but, just see which you're getting or you already have, right? And you can change those, by the way. Simple change if you want to switch from one to the other or have both on one pedal as well. If you have a family member who says, you know, I don't want to use the clips, you don't have to. Um, you can use your regular shoes. All right. So there you go. Comfort, bike fit, bike shoes. All right. Now we got to just talk content because that's everything. That's the reason that one a company got the bikes into the house and are just dominating the market right now, but there are many other options as well. It's the content. They got the instructors into the house. There was other companies doing it. So many other ways to get the content in the house. This was just the perfect storm. They did it better than anyone else. And that's why they are who they are today in the huge explosion. Okay. But so many different ways to have the content. First and foremost, the instructor led. It's what we're talking about. Got the instructor into the house. You have all these instructors now that are stars in their own right, and people love them. Okay, and that goes to the instructor. If this is how you are going, by the way, 
So because there are so many different options for bikes today, um, I'm just going to give you the overview. So you're going to buy a bike maybe with the instructors. There are bikes now you can just buy and you can use your device and pay the monthly membership. So you don't need to get one with a screen. You can literally use your iPad, your phone, whatever it is. So I'm going to give you the content kind of ideas, and then you can piecemeal or choose whichever bike you want with the screen, without paying the membership separately. So many different ways to do it. But when we're talking about the content, you have your instructor-led, you have your computer-led where there's no instructor, but they give you the workout, speed up, slow down, hold these metrics type thing. That's more for the kind of the hard, harder core cyclist slash triathlete, um, in my opinion, and experience. Then you have no content, you know, where you're going to do it yourself. And I'll give you that kind of uh, ideas in a second. And then you have riding through the countryside and riding with other people. So five or six different ways to do it. Okay, so the instructor-led, that's where you pay for the service and you find an instructor you like. That is one of the most popular ways right now with the fitness enthusiast cycling person. And that is an enormous way to maximize what you get out of your workout. You finally have a great coach. And again, hopefully that, that instructor is safe and effective. I'll always qualify it with that. But when you have someone telling you what to do in the privacy of your own home, that is awesome. So if you have a bike that doesn't have a screen, but you can pay to get those different services, and I'm not going to give you a specific one, but many of you know who I'm talking about, and there's many other options as well. That's how you're going to get the most out of your workout, because you have a coach, and you're not just getting on and just riding aimlessly. And there's a start and a finish, and you feel good. So that is one of the primary reasons people are loving indoor cycling goes back to what I started the show by talking about. It's fun. You are seeing results because people are using it more frequently. They're losing weight. They're getting stronger. And many of you listening are, are living proof of that. It's fun. It's effective. And you're getting on it. So totally consider the instructor. Buying a bike that either has that built in or using your existing bike and getting the content some other way on your screen, uh, you know, on your TV, so many different ways. Here's one thing, so important, so, so important. When you are watching that instructor and doing that workout, do what they say. Do at least 80 or 90% of what they say. That goes for stretching. That goes for turning up the resistance. That goes for pushing yourself. If you want to get the most out of your workout, do what the instructor asks. It is much easier to cheat in the privacy of your own home. And that's okay. Again, I don't expect you to do 100%. Some will, most won't. But if you're doing 70, 80, 90% of what the instructor asks, that's really good. And do the stuff that you don't want to do. And listen, I get it. When I take these classes, it's really tough to have an instructor who's been doing it for a really long time take anyone else's instruction. But I found one person who's a cyclist, and I enjoy everything, you know, he knows what he's talking about. But I find myself sometimes, I'm like, yeah, I don't feel, I do it. So do what your instructor asks, because this is stuff you wouldn't do. That's the whole point in having the instructor. And I always use the analogy. It's like, you know, cooking a recipe, but leaving out a couple of ingredients. Don't expect 
to get the same results. Don't expect it to taste the way it should. So do what the instructor asks. And finally, try to mix it up. I know most people, many people have like their favorite person, and that's great. But you're going to get different things out of different instructors. So try to find several that you like because different ways of teaching, different formats to the class, different strengths and weaknesses. You know, I, I often talk about when I was really practicing the drums back in the day, you know, I realized after like my 30th drum teacher, how important it was to have so many different teachers because you learn something from everyone. And then you got your own style, essentially. And that will come too with your fitness. So try to mix up your instructors as well. Don't get stuck with one person, even though that's super fun and I get it, but just like everything else, you need variation. So I talked about the computer-led type of content. So this is like you see, you know, peaks and valleys. It will tell you resistance, different things to change. For some people, that's what they want. They don't want to look at someone. They don't want someone yelling at them. They don't want that music that they don't like. So if that's you, that's you. And so that is another great way to do it because you're still following a workout. You're following a routine. You're speeding up, slowing down. You're changing resistance, doing all those things. So a computer-led workout might be the option for you, but it's the content. And then there's the ride through the countryside, as I call it. I mean, and you see these on TV all the time, the ads for these types you know, you can ride through the Alps. You can, you know, bike the Tour de France course. Amazing. And for some people, that's what you want. You don't want the instructor and you don't want just the computer telling you to, you know, pick it up, slow down. And you want to disassociate by seeing nature. So there's that option. And then there's ride with other people. Now, this goes a little bit more towards the, the harder core, the more advanced cyclists, triathletes. And I'm just going to give you a list of like, what is it? We got about four of the most popular. You've got Zwift, you've got Trainer Road, you've got the Sufferfest, Ruby, just different ways to actually have other people biking in real time with you. And that's a really cool option. And I generally use that personally when I'm training for an Ironman. Those will be my longer rides for the most part. And I'll mix that up even. So if you're someone who's more motivated by that, especially the cyclists, you may want to look into one of those type of services. And again, if you buy that bike, just avoiding saying the, the brand name that doesn't have this option, this is why you may think of a different bike where you can have all of these options. So when you buy a bike that doesn't have a screen and a set content delivered to that screen, I, I almost think, you know, for many people, I know for many people having that variation is better, right? Not to say, you know, obviously the other company is super popular for a reason, but you also want potentially to have the ability to have different content. So there you go. You can have your instructors, which is what most people know. You can have your computer-led, almost AI type, in some instances, workouts. You can ride through the countryside, just disassociate, ride through the woods. You can ride with other people with the Zwift trainer road type of, a, well, trainer road's not, that's more, um, that is actually, you know, just the computer-led. Uh, so that shouldn't be in the list. I take that back. That was, that was meant for the computer-led one. But uh, Zwift, definitely one of the most popular ones out there if you're looking for something like that. And then finally, I have to throw in there no content. You've got a bike and you don't want to pay for those services. You don't have to. You can go the old school way. Music 
I still love doing that. I still have my mixes. Gosh, do I have mixes? Thousands of songs and routines, uh, playlists from the days when I taught. That's a great way to do that. So put your favorite music on. If you want to do a 30-minute workout, put a 30-minute mix together. And here's one simple way to do it. When the choruses come on in a fast song, do your sprints. Generally, it's like 30 seconds. The time out perfectly. When it's a slow song, that's your hill. Slow tempo. You're going to go slower and make that a hill. And then if you have long songs like I used to do, Freebird. <laughs> yes, I'm older. Peter Frampton's Do You Feel Like I Do. There's your like either straight away, just hold it, endurance portion, or your hills, especially Do You Feel Like I Do. That's great. And Freebird could be a hill song. So music, you don't need to spend a lot of money on a subscription to something if you don't want to. And the last, easiest option is just to binge watch your favorite show. And that's a great way to do it too. On your endurance days, you binge watch the show. On your days when you want to throw some in, in some uh, intervals and more kind of specific way of doing what you want to do, then that's your music day. All of this will help you burn more calories, have more fun, and be more likely to get on it. All right. I knew this was going to go longer <laughs> than I thought. Let's go through these last couple real quick. Make your space inspiring. If you have a home, you have a home gym. And if you have a place where even a corner of a room where your bike is, make it as inspiring as you can to motivate you, whether that's motivational posters, pictures. I got LED lighting <laughs> in the ceiling. Uh, you can put a small fridge with water, your sports drinks, and you can put a little box or a shelf next to your bike where your towels, maybe a couple extra water bottles. You can throw your phone there. So make your space inspiring. That is going to significantly help with your indoor cycling workout. And I really encourage you, if you do have the space to dedicate like even a small room to your gym space or, you know, the basement, the garage, so many people are doing now, it is so worth it. It is so worth it. So make your space inspiring for you. All right. Monitor your metrics. Not too much, not too little, whatever works for you. But as they say, you know, you got to measure it if you want to change it to some degree. And I'm going to give you the most important metric to close off this show. But that's time, that's distance, that's calories burned, okay? So monitor that. Whichever way you want, on your phone, in an app, in a notebook, old school. But that will help. And if you're someone who wants to test, you know, take an FTP test. So many of these programs will have that built in where a coach will lead you through. And that's going to give you your zones. Again, I want to get deep into that here. But that is part of the success. But listen. So many people don't want to get that deep into it. I get it. Some of you do that are listening. And I'll give you those shows as well. But this is just the way to really start making it what? A habit. And that's going to lead to my final most important metric. All right. So monitor metrics, time, distance, calories burned. And for those people who are really looking at, you know, cycling metrics, we're going to talk about your, your power output, your wattage, me measured in wattage, okay? And so this is an important point where we talk about resistance and cadence. So when indoor cycling first really started in the gyms, there was 
the tendency to do no resistance and bike as fast as you could, as high a cadence as you could. And that was like visually appealing and fun to some degree. And it helps support that we don't want to bulk up our legs, but thank goodness that's going away. So the quick tutorial on that is you want resistance and you want cadence, right? So in other words, more resistance, it's harder. Higher cadence, it's harder. And that is what, especially for that one brand of bike that is super popular that I'm avoiding naming, that's what the output number is. It's cadence and it's output. So what I want you to know is you want to have resistance. You want to mix up those resistances, but you don't want to be super high cadence all the time with no resistance anytime. That was really confusing. You want to follow the instructor and have the resistance and monitor the cadence. So 70 to 90 is where a lot of people spend a lot of time. And then you bring that resistance up. The stronger you get, the more resistance, obviously, you're going to be able to push and to utilize. So cadence and resistance. Don't go old school with the high cadence, no resistance. That's actually where a lot of injuries happen as well, especially when the wheel is weighted. There are different resistances now, magnetic weighted wheels, depending on the bike you have. I talked about that in a prior podcast. But that is another thing you can monitor, okay? Power. And that is one of the more important metrics that cyclists will take a look at. And that goes also with heart rate. So heart rate will always be there as well. That is more variable, which is why cyclists like to use power, less variability there, much less. Uh, but it's still something you use, right? So you're taking a class and your average heart rate is 145. And two months later, you've taken a bunch of classes and you do that same class or the same type of workout and your heart rate is now 135. You're getting stronger. You're getting fitter. All right. There you go. And again, just finish up with the output. Your output, it's measured in watts and that's how much power you are exerting at any point in time. Okay. You can increase your output. And this is for that specific um, workout itself or uh, brand, I should say. You can increase your output by doing what I just said, increase your cadence, your resistance, or both. So those are the two most of you are going to spend a lot of time focusing on, your cadence and your resistance, okay? When you up both of them, then th that number really goes up, okay? And your total output is how much work you've done for the whole ride, the stronger you get, the fitter you get, the higher your total output at the end of each ride. All right, let's wrap it all up. <laughs> Just like everything else, people, you want to mix up your workouts for your body and your brain. I get it. You find an instructor you love, you find a class you love, time, and you do it, and then you burn out. And you're going to probably get injured, you know, but you're definitely going to get bored with it over time. So, so that you can continue to enjoy that workout and get the most out of it, mix up your workouts. And this goes for the type of workouts too. So you're going to have your easy days and your hard days. You know, that's why when you look at many of these content programs, they'll have endurance ride, interval ride, Tabata ride, hit ride. Do all of them. Do all of them. Have your shorter workouts, as I say, 
those are more likely to be your intervals and your longer workouts, which is your steady state, low intensity or lower intensity. You want your endurance days. You want your interval days. You want your hill days. You want to mix it all up. Just like my podcast on four different types of runs. You know, as I train for this next Ironman, I have my hill day. I have my interval day. I have my long run day. And those are the three basics. Hills, intervals, endurance. And then the tempo gets a little funky for <laughs> most people. But mix it up. Mix it up. And mix up everything. Some days use a coach. Some days do the coached workout. Some days go, I don't want to listen to anyone. I want to explore the world. And I want to ride through the countryside. And then some days say, you know what? I don't want any of that. I want to just watch TV and do that workout. And then other days say, you know what? I want to put on my own music. That is to abuse the horrible term, that is the secret to success. That is why at 51, having been doing this since I was, you know, in my teens, I'm still doing it and I'm injury free and I'm still having fun. It's because I mix it all up all the time. Some days I binge watch a show. Some days I'll do a workout with a, an instructor. And that's really hard for me, as I said earlier, because... You know, it's just hard. <laughs> I don't like to listen to other people tell me what to do. I have my own way. But that's why I know it's beneficial as long as I totally trust and respect the instructor. And that's obviously super important for me. Mix it up. Mix it up. Mix it up. Mix it up. Final two points real quick. What's the most important metric? My wife often comes to me now, so she's super into this now. Like crazy. Super busy. Works full time. TV producer, you know, and she's doing the indoor cycling workouts, shorter ones, loving it, frequency through the roof. But she sometimes gets down on herself because she sees the numbers, the metrics, you know, the total output I talked about, things like that going down or not always increasing. You can't. The most important metric, as I say to her all the time, is how many times you get on it. That at the end of the day is all that matters when it comes to all that matters. That is the most important thing to start because it goes to excessive moderation. You need to do a little bit frequently, not a lot infrequently. And when you mix all this stuff up, when you actually do what I say and have done myself for years, it's incredible the results you will see. So the most important metric, and I used to say this when I taught my class and, you know, they came out with the, the first apps that I would use in the class. And I'd say, okay, you open up the app and look at all these things we can do. And I said, but you know what the most important thing in this app is? The calendar. And at the end of the month to look back and go, you know what? I went to Tom's class 20 times this month. That's the most important thing. Not, hey, look at my number. I went twice and here's my total output. It's awesome to talk about, but it doesn't go to your health and wellness. So that's the most important thing. Focus on your frequency, most important metric. Then you start to bring in heart rate and power and uh, distance and time and calories burned. And finally, you got to have fun. I started the show by saying that's what this all is about. It's making it fun. You are not competing with anyone else unless you want to, which many people do. But what I find is those people who are super into competing with other people, they tend to burn out and get hurt. And let me say this real, real quickly. For that major main bike company that you do compete with the leaderboard, um, people are cheating. <laughs> uh, you need to have the bike calibrated. People are going fast during the cool downs and the warm ups. So the leaderboard is um, 
as far from perfect. I'll leave it at that. And, you know, when you do a ride on, on a program like that and it's a it's an endurance ride, what, why is there a leaderboard to begin with? So my point is, sure, use that leaderboard to motivate you. And that's a great tool for many people. But in the end, the cliche is true. You're not competing with anyone except yourself. And you can't and won't always beat yesterday. It's impossible and you don't want to. You want your easy days and your hard days, as I just said. So there you have it. Way longer than I thought it would be, but I thought it would possibly go longer because I love it. I've been doing this for a really long time and I will be getting on my bike today, tonight, and doing all the things that I talked about. Everything I talk about here, I do. I mix it up. I have fun. I focus on not competing with anyone else. Couldn't care less. I really couldn't. Don't care. What does that mean? So, you know, I'll use it as a motivational tool sometimes during, you know, a ride where I'm using that type of technology. But it's about being healthy. It's about being consistent. It's about having fun. It's about being great role models for our kids. If you have them. And I want to be feeling this good at 91 as I am right now at 51 and 101. And I want you to as well. And that's why I do these shows. And that's my entire career, helping you live your best life. Enough. Thank you so much for listening. If you have questions, comments, show again could have been way longer. <laughs> I hope I cut it down just enough. I feel like it did. The whole power thing. We'll do a whole, you know, other separate shows on that as well. Reach out. Well, you got to subscribe first and foremost. Subscribe to the podcast, please. Rate it as well. Leave comments if you can where you are listening. Always appreciated. If you want to reach out, Tom H. Fit is Twitter and Instagram, Tom H. Fit. And you can email me right through the website, fitnessdisrupted.com. <sighs> I love what I do. I'm the greatest job in the world. And I take it really seriously the information I give you. Thank you for listening. I am Tom Holland. This is Fitness Disrupted. Believe in yourself. Fitness Disrupted is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Our kids have said to us since we've moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community, of the values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See why CNBC ranks Minnesota number four best state to live and work. A great place to work, an even better place to live. ExploreMinnesota.com slash live. Tired of endless diets and weight loss struggles? It's time to say goodbye to frustration and hello to results. Introducing Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD, your breakthrough solution to fight stubborn body fat. Imagine burning fat, balancing glucose levels, and regulating metabolism in just 12 weeks. This unique two-in-one product combines the power of two clinically studied ingredients in one revolutionary formula. Berberine, which targets abdominal fat, and OEA, which curbs your appetite, with just two capsules 
a day. Smart Metabolic Burn by BrainMD can kickstart your metabolism, fight stubborn body fat, especially that pesky abdominal fat, and support your weight management journey. Right now, save over 30% on Smart Metabolic Burn at GetSmartBurn.com. The lowest price anywhere. That's GetSmartBurn.com. Don't delay. Transform your life with Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. Our products are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. This is Amy Brown from Four Things with Amy Brown. Today, Healthier is happening at CVS Health in more ways than you've ever seen. It's wellness destinations for seniors, including select locations with Oak Street Health and CVS Pharmacy. It's doctors, nurses, pharmacists, and everyone in between offering quality care and support virtually in person, and on the phone. It's in-home evaluations through Signify Health and meeting mental health needs through Aetna. And those are just a few of the ways that Healthier is happening. To see more, visit cvshealth.com slash healthier happens together. CVS Pharmacy, Oak Street Health, CVS Specialty, Signify Health, and Aetna are part of CVS Health. Eligibility and services vary by location and individual. 